Collins Process, latest podcast in the world. Let's go. So much fucking snow on the roof of all these cars. Man, I had to hit up my mom's place. She had literally, whoa. Oh my God, I almost just fell. What is this? Fuck, I hate winter. My mom had a foot and a half of snow on top of her car on the roof. It made no sense. It was crazy. And it wasn't like light snow. It was like packing snow. Like shit you can make snowmen out of. It's fucking crazy. Fuck, man. You know what I realize that I do a lot? I downplay what I do. You know? Like the things that I do. How long I've been doing them. You ever do that? You ever like downplay the shit that you're good at? And it's like you downplay it solely because you're good at it. Solely because it's what you do, you downplay it. Well, I shouldn't say you, me. I just downplay it. Like I've been doing shit online, video and stuff for years. Almost 10 years. And then like I make a video and uh, this guy, he's like, oh, he's like, I knew you'd repost it. And I guess that's what it seems sometimes if you see like a video from me on Instagram and a video from somebody else. But like, there's a lot of work that goes into that shit. Like, I have to go now find the actual original, not just take from their channel. You got to resize it. You got to recolor it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of stuff. You got to add every accent to it. You got to make it look professional. You know what I mean? Like, you got to find other pictures to splice onto it and make it look good. There's a bunch of shit I do when it comes to that shit. And only when confronted by somebody else downplaying what I do is when I decide, oh, no, 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 with my chest out and, you know, no, I, I do much more. But I'll never take that that chest out stance towards myself when I look at something I do and say, ah, that ain't shit, whatever, whatever, let's just get this done. Like, I should be st- I should be standing up to myself and saying, hey, no, 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 this is this is good shit that we do here. <laughs> I guess that's why I don't stand up to myself. I don't know what the fuck I would say. <laughs> no idea. But yeah, man, you got to stand up to yourself sometimes. Sometimes we just let a we just let the negative voice in our head bully us around. You know? Like I don't know about anybody else, but I talk to myself. Like the things I say to myself, like when I mess up or when I'm pushing myself to do more, I would never say to somebody else. Never. Because I'd be like, I don't want to be that harsh to that person. But like so comfortable being that harsh to myself. It's crazy. Someone once said, um, your negative talk, your, like when you talk negatively to yourself, it, it damages it up like some I think they said either it damages or upsets the inner warrior or it damages and upsets the inner child. Yeah, yeah, it's inner child. Your inner child. So like every time you're talking negatively to yourself, there's like actually like an inner child in there and you're like berating that child. So think of that. If you have negative self-talk, think of that next time and be like, I was talking to my six-year-old self. And then see if you would still do that. Again, I'm saying you, but I mean me. I need to take that advice. Think of that. Like, really, like if I had if I had a little girl, little girl, little boy, would I talk to them the way I talk to myself in my head, my negative talk? Never. So why would I do it to myself? You know? Yeah. Yeah.
Alright, what else? Yo. Yo. Okay, it's working. I always gotta check. I'm never sure. Man, you ever... It's so obvious that we're supposed to do nice things for people. Like, like you ever done something nice? Like, like why I'm saying this is, I just saw a lady, and she was shoveling snow, right? And, uh, and then I looked closer, and she had, like, a baby. Like, baby in, like, a sling. So she's, like, shoveling with the baby, which is wild. I don't know how her husband didn't do that before he left. So I jump out, and she was already done. She already did the main driveway. But I did the lower part and, like, the mountain that the fucking snowplow leaves. I just did that quick. Like, it was literally really quick. Like, super quick. And uh, just as as I was pulling up to do it, I felt so good. Like, but more than, like, good. Like, it was weird. Like, a weird charge. Like, we're supposed to do good shit for people. We're supposed to, like, continuously just do that. I think. It seems like it. Like, it was, it was odd how good that felt to do something like that weird shit man weird shit and I almost didn't do it it's weird it's weird the way the mind works because I saw this lady you know I'm in my mom's hood right now she lives in a very Jewish neighborhood and in this neighborhood over the years I've 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 sampled a lot of prejudiced people so right away I was about, I'm like, oh, a woman with a baby got to help her. But then I was like, she's probably racist. Don't help her. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to let the media and Instagram and a couple of past people who were shitty sour me on this lady who's fucking strong enough to be holding a baby while shoveling snow. Fuck that. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. The fact that she's a woman with a baby over overrid her racist. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's okay, she's racist, it's alright, she's got a baby, cute baby. <laughs> she can mumble racist things while I shovel, shovel her driveway for her real quick. <clears throat> I'm kidding, of course. <sighs> but yeah, that was a thought that came to mind. It's just weird. Like, this is what I'm going to make this podcast love. A lot of me trying to sort myself out, sort out the way I think. Because we just don't do it. You know, the one thing I learned while doing this podcast, like when I have guests, when I did my creativity series, is we don't ask ourselves a lot of questions. Like when I was talking to a lot of creatives, I would be like, hey, what's your creative process like? And they they wouldn't know because they'd never stepped back and like looked at it, you know? But if you don't step back and look at something, like, how do you make it better? How do you spot the faults? You know? And I think it's the same with just us as people. We're supposed to be able to um, spot the faults. We're supposed to be able to step back and, and see, like, what's wrong about a situation and what's right about a situation. I don't know. So that's why I do that. I remember that creativity uh, series. Like, I'd ask somebody, like, hey, when was the first time you were creative? And they'd be like, I've never thought about that before. And I'd be like, really, never? So weird. Because it's like for a creative, like, if you're a painter and you can pinpoint the first time you were creative 
and you can pinpoint what you were making, it doesn't seem like it as I'm saying this right now, but you could fucking have a breakthrough just based on knowing or questioning something of yourself. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. What else? Oh, fuck. I got no gas. God damn it. Oh, man. You know something? It's going to be honest because, you know, it is like a vlog type of thing. And I don't want to fall into the trap I fell into before being fake and shit. Right now, I'm going through such a fucking hard time. Because I've been working for like weeks, months. I haven't gotten paid from the job of which I work for like this is it's going into the fifth week so like I missed my girl like my four year anniversary missed that fucking my mom's birthday couldn't do anything there some flowers in a card but couldn't get her actual gift same with my girl it's like this fuck man same with my car payment my first car payment same with my fucking car insurance like nothing fuck man and the thing is it's like like i'm always resilient like people will be like oh man you're really resilient you push through things blah 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 but like fuck man when you're resilient like all the time it's fucking like a weight it's like a boulder fucking bearing down on you you know what i mean like you can only like being resilient is upholding your situation and and still burdening the weight of it all you know what i mean and it's like fuck when you have to do that all the time for such extended periods man it gets it gets wearing it gets very wearing and you you get tired emotionally the same way if you had to hold up a boulder you get tired physically man it just sucks i I figured i'd be real about that because I don't want to, I don't want this to turn into like a, hey guys, what's going on? And I'm all happy all the time. Like, I have not been happy. I've been pissed off for the past few weeks. I've just been trying to make the best of it, you know? <sighs> and by make the best of it, I mean I'm about to light a joint. All right, what else? Oh, you know what I will say also, though, before I go, is that um, with resilience, like if you're going through something and you got to be resilient, just... um. Keep doing it, but but don't always stay in the, in a state of resilience. At, at a certain point, you know, there's seasons to everything. You got to pull back and, like, not give up and not, like, forego your resilience. But pull back and get yourself into a situation where you can, like, put that boulder down for a second. You know what I mean? Put down that, that weight of whatever it might be. <sighs> Alright. You know what I noticed? You know what I noticed? I and I, I I've been playing with this idea in my head for a while. Like I've been seeing it and but like the like conspiracy theorists, like you know how everybody makes fun of social justice warriors like those snowflakes and sensitive people. Like conspiracy theorists are just that for the right. You know how there's right and left? They're just the rights version of a social justice warrior. They're they're doing the same thing. Social justice, right? So they have a crusade. 
The same way those people have a crusade. Those people have a crusade against, you know, bigotry and homophobia and xenophobia and transphobia and all that shit, you know. And so the conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists are, you know, fighting the satanic pedophile rings and the lizard people and and then the, and the fluoride stairs and the sheeple and, you know, and like if they don't like you, like the left will brand you as a racist, a bigot, a Nazi. They've even branded Jewish people as Nazis, <laughs> branded Jewish people and black people as Nazis when they don't like their opinions. So you can see how crazy it is. But then you know what? The right does it too. They're not, they're not, you know, innocent in that shit. They do the same type of shit. They'll brand you as a pedophile. They'll brand you as somebody who is an idiot. Both of them go towards idiot. Oh, you're a sheeple. Oh, you, you haven't woken up yet. Hey, don't mind him, man. He's still asleep. You know, like they both do the same shit. Like as I step back, because at one point I was falling into like the right but I wanted to step back and look look at everything. So I started following everything, the left and right. And, and I've seen that so many times. And you know where I've really seen it? Like Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is a guy who shot somebody at a protest. He shot a guy in the head. That guy died. And I think he blasted somebody's bicep. And then that person was in critical condition as well. Now, the whole incident, people say if he was black, he wouldn't have gotten away with it, this, that. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that he got released on a $2 million bond. And the f right away, the people from the right, they started branding him. And this is a thing that they do with men and women, apparently. They started branding him as a female. They're like, Kyle Rittenhouse is a biological female. Like, they're just going crazy about it now. And now they're calling him a female. Along with like Michelle Obama, how she's a man and this and that. Like they brand you. Like anytime they don't like somebody and, and there's like nothing to go after, they'll just they'll just be like, well, you know what? Your girlfriend's really a man and you're really gay. And that's why you're a part of the pedophile ring. Like, you know what I mean? Like they go through weird shit. I don't know. It's just odd. I noticed that. Especially when they start calling that kid a female. It's like, first off, who cares? It's like there's this whole diagram pointing to, like, the neck. They're like, look at the fattiness of his neck. That's only how females' necks get. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's a chubby kid. He's a fucking chubby 17-year-old. I don't know. Whatever, man. It's just weird to see that, yeah, the left and the right, they both are social justice warriors. They'll both brand you as things that you're not in order to silence you. You know? Not a good state of affairs we're in. And both of them feel like they're heroes. That's the biggest thing. Both feel as though they're victims and both feel as though they're heroes at the same time. And, and because of that dynamic, there's no way to speak. There's no way to, 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 to find common ground. You know? Oh, man. So weird. So weird. All right, what else? Actually, I'm going to go smoke this joint. I'm going to go smoke this joint. Yo. End of the night. 3 a.m. again. I think it's 3 a.m. Yeah. 2.59. Uh, you know what I realize? I'm laying in bed. And I'm thinking about my future. You know, with my girl. You know, and other things. You know, just future in general. And then I kind of realize, like... Like, I was having this thought before, if you could go 
forward, if you go forward in time 10 years and like you have a girlfriend now or a boyfriend, but then 10 years from now you go through like the door of your house, you know, your would-be house, and all of a sudden there's a different person there. And it kind of just made me realize as I was laying down, like all this shit is like a wish, you know? Like we're wishing, we're hoping that it turns out the way we think it should turn out. But this shit is just a wish. We're just, it's just us hoping. It's just us saying, well, you know, if I was granted anything, this is what I think would be reasonable for me. This is what would make me happy. <sighs> There's no guarantee. And it's just, and, it, and it's crazy that it's just like that for everybody. Just nobody gets any guarantees. That's it. <sighs> and then, you know, you just take the steps, you do the work. You have the faith, you know, you build confidence up in yourself. You try to ride momentum wherever it appears in life. But still, not, none of this shit is promised, you know. <sighs> I think we're going to end it there. I think eventually I'll have uh, real topics, like more topics, you know, or like maybe bigger topics or maybe I won't. Because you know what? What goes on in my mind and the things that I think about are the things that mold my personality and perspective. And that touches other people. So that shit's just as important as any stupid ass thing in the news that somebody might want to hear about. Great resets and shit like that. All right, guys, I'm out. Colin Cummings, Colin's Process, laziest podcast in the world. Let's go. Peace.